Okay. So what does it say at the bottom of your screen? How many seconds? Six. Seven. Eight. What? Did we do it or no? Yeah, I think so. I'm at 14, 15, yep, 15 16, 16, 16, 17, 17 18. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Right. <laughs> Maybe I did it. <laughs> I Who think needs him? <laughs> yay, you can count down from three to go. <laughs> I can. I can. He wasn't sure. He's like, do you got it? All that education finally, finally coming into use. I can save somebody's life, yet he questions if I can sync up the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess. What can you say? I don't know. I don't know. So, Jeremy. Coley, how are you? <laughs> Good, how are you? I'm doing well, thank you, I think. I have uh, decided I'm taking over because my husband tells lies. Yeah. Well, it's, yep. it's it, you know, it took over a year for you to finally take control of this thing, so I think I think you showed a tremendous amount of patience. I think you're justified in your actions, and, um, you know, I think you owe it to the people to bring in impeachment uh proceedings against Daniel if he can't get his act together and start telling the truth. I, in his defense, I don't think it's purposeful lies. It's revisionist history. Yeah. No, I don't think it's pur- purposeful so, either. <laughs> so he, he just remembers things very differently than how they happened. Oh, that's funny. I'm sure I do the same thing. Yeah, but he's very steadfast in his belief of his memories. Oh, he'll like fight you like it. like he'll, he'll 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 die on that hill. He doesn't back back off once he realizes he's wrong, or incorrect at least. N- no, it takes him a while mm. to to back down. I see. So, so this all stems from I was listening to your last podcast. Yeah, and he was telling the story about the drinks that we got at the ice cream shop in Maine. How did I know it was about that somehow? <laughs> and I'm literally driving. And I'm yelling in the car, it was me. It was me. And I'm pointing at myself like the people around me must have thought I was crazy because there's just the hand gestures and I'm saying it was me. And then I called him and I was like, you're such a liar. (laughs) So the truth of the story is the first day of vacation, we went to um, called Down East and it's the ice cream parlor. I didn't want ice cream. I saw this Sherbert Freeze. I was like, oh, that sounds good. And I talked to the guy. He said, oh, yeah, you can do rainbow sherbet and orange soda. I said, sign me up. Like, that sounds perfect. And then Dan was like, oh, okay, because he was going to get ice cream. And then he said, well, I'll get that too. But he got it with lemon lime. And then Quinn got ice cream. And then Quinn didn't want the ice cream. She wanted his drink. So they switched. So he didn't even really drink it. So he did not Uh, come up with it. hmm, hmm. It was me. (laughs) <laughs> but he tried to be like, oh, no, I was the one who didn't want ice cream. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe he just wanted to be that person because it was so good in the end. Well, it was so good. We kept going back. And I will say that last night that we tried to go to the one near the uh, grocery store and then had to go back downtown. When we got downtown, they had no sherbet left. He forgot that part. Oh. So, so we went to two different stores. No, we ended up getting it with uh, Raspberry Sorbet. The kind you buy in the secondhand store? Yes, yes. The kind <laughs> you buy in the secondhand store. Kay. And it wasn't as good because it's secondhand. So. Yes. <laughs> does not does not even come close to the Rainbow Sherbert. Hmm. But I was just like, it was me. He was so, just listening to him being like, it, I, I didn't want ice cream. And so... He's such a liar. So when you told him. told him it was you, he, he held to the, the beliefs that he was the one that found this oddity that was super wonderful? Yes. He's okay. like, no. I, from the start, didn't want ice cream. Okay. Like, you were such a liar. Liar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I didn't want ice cream. Couples, so. couples spat. That's fun. Right? Right? Of course, I had to call him at work and be like, listen, <laughs> you're a liar. It was me you're taking credit. So well, and we loved it so much, so that we went out this weekend and met my best friend uh, for like fried seafood. And they had a 
orange sherbet freeze. You could only get orange, but I still got it because it was delicious. And that's like my new favorite thing. That's what they call them as freezes? Mm-hmm. Sherbet freezes. Okay. So it's literally sherbet, and then you just, I guess in a blender, you take sherbet, and then you take so- the soda that you want, and yeah. you just blend it. Yeah, I'm going to try that. I, um, I'm sure you heard us talk about this, but I was curious how it doesn't like foam up in the blender when you do that. Because I think I'm if you do the ratios, like enough sherbet, right? Like it's more sherbet than soda. Well, and if you don't start like, it off super fast, if you like, right. you know, gradually go into it. So every um, Christmas, I make um, sherbet punch. And Ooh, okay. I honestly have probably never done it the exact same twice, but essentially I buy sherbet and I scoop it out into a punch bowl. And then I throw in like some Hawaiian punch and like squirt and whatever the hell else I want to throw in there. And then mix it all up and then I add just a little bit of heavy cream to it. It's super good. Um, Ooh, that sounds good. Yeah, so when he first mentioned that, that's kind of what made me think of that. But by the time, I mean, after it sits there for a while, it all kind of blends together. It doesn't have like a, a icy feel to it, but it all mixes together. And it's super yummy, so I could imagine it would be very good if it had like that texture also. So I'm definitely yeah, going to try it. No, you should. I've even like looked up <laughs> how to make them because now I'm obsessed. And but that reminds me, my grandmother used to make at Christmas time, she would do um, cranberry juice, and I think she would put maybe some Sprite in it or something in, in these little cups, and then with it was a dollop of lime sherbet on top. Yeah, okay. And would, like, hand them out to everybody. Yummy. You know, I like fancy-like. It. Yes. <laughs> Very high class. Mm-hmm. I heard about your uh, your mold situation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I won that battle. I, I can't take down Wyndham, unfortunately. They're more powerful than I am. But yeah. It's never good, but you were I think you were named calmer than I would have, so Yeah. Just I didn't after the fact. When I got home and when I was on the phone with him, I was pretty pretty um, animated. And yeah. I don't know. I just like, it wasn't even enough mold to really get me sick. It was more... I was more annoyed at the fact that they just didn't care about it. And then when they told me it was my fault for not reading the reviews, I actually called the health department <laughs> after that. Did you? I did. Um, and they called me back, like, a week later and said that they had investigated and the maintenance man told them that he had fixed the leak that was in between floors and there shouldn't be an issue anymore. And I'm like, yeah, Okay. Okay. They didn't send somebody out. They just took the maintenance man's word for it. That's what it sounds like, yeah. It sounds like it was more of a phone call than an actual... Right. But Anyway, at that point, I decided I'd lost enough of my own peace and serenity over it. So, (laughs) just time to let it go. And, obviously, I'd like to say I'll never stay at a Wyndham motel again, but they own millions of them. So, it's probably going to have to happen at some point, but I'm going to do my best to avoid it. There you go. That's true. Yeah. yeah, we um, were. Um, it's it's like, but it's also showing your girls to like stand up for, you know, what's right. So yeah, it's a good thing. yeah. Uh, I told uh, Daniel. I don't know if this part made it on the show or not, but I told him that, um, like, in the future when we go on trips of more than a few days, I'm just gonna do like an Airbnb because yeah. I don't know why I've never done that. I guess I just had never thought about it, but. Seems like a much better deal. It's the same price, if not cheaper, and you get like a whole, you know, kitchen and whatever. Yeah, no, it's we love. I mean, the house that we rent isn't RB isn't in Airbnb, but we love being in a house and not in a hotel for a week. Yeah. So. Yeah, I guess that's more the concept. Um, it's just yeah. Not living out of a motel. Yeah. Yeah. No, we was the couple. Two weeks ago, I guess now, I took the day off to be with Quinn. I had to get something fixed on my car. And um, so my car's a 2021 um, Mazda. And I took it to a dealership that I don't normally, because the dealership I normally go to is in Massachusetts. And they couldn't get me in 
uh, you know, it was like too far to drive for the repair. Yeah. It's just something with like the um, entertainment system. So like a recall you were taking it in for? It's not a recall, but it's like an, an alert came on my dashboard said in in network malfunction. Oh, okay. So then when I brought it in, it's just like the entertainment system, but so it's drivable. There's nothing really wrong with the car. Yeah, it just has this like alert, and so they had to order the P. It was like a CPU or something. I don't know some mm. computer part. Um, you know, and the car's you know like two years old. So they called me the night before at this dealership that I have never really liked before, but. I needed to get my car in and said, we would love to talk to you about selling your car, you know, appraise your car. They want my car. So I was like, well, okay, I'll be there at 8 a.m. Have somebody ready to talk to me. Like, I'm not ready to get rid of my car, but if you give me a good enough price, (laughs) you know, we can talk about it. So have somebody ready. We got there, dropped my car off. We're waiting, we're waiting. It's 8.30, finally, like, somebody comes over. And I said, you know, you guys called me. Oh, yeah, all right, let me go. We'll see if we can get it appraised. And then didn't see anybody for another two hours. Like, walking around, nobody came up to talk to me, nothing. So finally, I was just getting frustrated, and this woman finally came up. And I was like, you guys asked me. (laughs) I wouldn't be here. I was so annoyed. And I said, this is unacceptable. Like, you can't call me and ask me for my car and then not talk to me. Yeah. And I said, I've been walking around the parking lot and I've seen you talk to other customers. So like, I'm pretty done. So she immediately got somebody, you know, and it was like this young salesman and he was like, oh, I'm so sorry. You know, the whole rigmarole. And so I have a CX-30 and I really like it, but mm-hmm. I guess they have a brand new 2024 CX-50. And he's like, well, I think for like the same price, like we could get you in a CX-50. And I was like, well, if you can, okay. You know, it's a bigger car. Yeah. Like the same so price, we, same payment, you mean? Yeah. yeah. So you can get me, you know, I told him what I pay and I told him the amount that I would put down. And I said, and not a penny more. And I'm not paying more for my car. So he's like, oh, no, we can make this work. So let's take a test drive. And of course, you know, how do you not fall in love with like this brand new yes, car? Yes. I know the feeling. So, yeah. So we're like driving it and Quinn's in the back seat, and she's like, mommy, this is so nice. And, you know, I have so much more room and we get back to the dealership. Oh, let's talk numbers. I said, fantastic. So we're sitting there and he comes back and he's like, all right. So, you know, we would need, it was like $3,000 more down and it was going to be $300 more a month. And I said, excuse me? Like, no, not happening. Well, let me see what I can do. And he comes back, you know, no changes. And I said, no, I'm good. Thank you so much. Like not happening. And he was like, well, you know, what if, what if we look at the numbers for a different CX-30? And I said, okay, fine. You know, see what you can do. And the whole time, and I feel so bad because, like, Quinn, it's the day before Quinn starts school. She's thinking she's having a date with mommy and we're stuck at the car dealership. Oh, uh, that's awful. And it's awful. And so he comes back and he's like, all right, so with, you know, what you're going to put down, um, you know, this would be the payment. And it was like over $50 more a month than I pay now. Mm-hmm. And I said, why would I do that? And he's like, well, we're getting you a new one. I said, yeah, but the one that you're trying to get me in is like the model lower than what I have now. Like the trim level was yeah, lower yeah. and you want me to pay more? I'm like, I'm not going to do that. And I said, and my base payment was lower. And then I added a service package on it so I don't pay for my oil changes or anything like that. So you're not even offering me that. He goes, all right, well, I can offer you that, but it will raise the price. I'm like, no. Yeah. <laughs> so I get up and I get my car and I go to leave and I'm like literally standing in the door of my car. The car's running. And he's like, let me talk, you know, so he comes back out. Well, I can get it down a little bit, but it was only $20 more. I said, I told you my numbers and that I wasn't going above that. Did you think I was joking? He's like, well, and I said, no, I'm not doing this. And then he looks at me and says, do you want to talk to your husband about it? Ooh. And I was like, I don't need to talk to my husband. And so he's like, well, I'll give you a call. I was like, okay, you give me a call. So he called me like two hours late. And I called, I did call Dan, not because I needed him, but just like, be like, this is what they're trying to do. Can you believe it? And the whole time, Quinn's like high-fiving me, like under the desk, (laughs) because I kept just standing my ground. Be like, no, this isn't happening, you know? So we call Dan, and uh, Quinn goes, Daddy, 
Mummy RBG'd it today. <laughs> nice. <laughs> like the funniest thing. She was just like, Mom, she just put him in his place. She just kept, she was just RBG'ing it. I was like, I didn't know that that was what kids are calling it now, but apparently. Yeah, that's um, a, apparently that's a I RBG'd cool trend. It. Well, good. But I was just like, you know, I'm sorry, Quinn. I know it was like a really long day, but it was a really great learning day for her to like see as a woman that you don't you know you can take care of yourself and hold your own and you don't have to be like pushed into something you don't want yeah definitely so. that was a good and experience for her yeah and he like called back he's like you sure i'm like i'm i'm positive i said i will be going back to my other dealership where i've never had troubles getting into a car they will get me into exactly the one i want and he's like well if you, you know, ever look on our website and see something, please let me know. I said, I will not be looking on your website ever. <laughs> and I hung the phone up. I was, I stayed calm, but I was, you know, very firm. But I was so just ticked off. Like, I said to him, you called me. I didn't call you. I wasn't looking to sell my car. You called me, so make the numbers work. Car shopping is such but, a frustrating experience. If it makes it feel any uh, better, I went through the same thing on Saturday, and I'm supposedly a man, so I, I don't think they were discriminating. <laughs> I think that's just the way they do it now. Really? It happened to you, too? Oh, I was, yeah, I was at the dealership for hours, and I went there looking for a car. Like So I went in the beginning of July. It was actually July 3rd, because I remember asking them, like, if we can't get something done today are you guys even open tomorrow and they're like yeah we're here until like two like the fourth of july I'm like okay um and so like i bought my jeep like in the height of the covid like high price used car market right yeah like, eh. um and i was also in the middle of the divorce so i chose to have like a long loan so i could get lower payments so that i have a, would have money freed up essentially for my lawyer and right. Um, so for the first year and two months, pretty much every penny I paid went right to interest. And, um, I also had my truck payments for the first year also, because it took me a year to get that paid off. Anyway, when I went in, um, July... I was like way upside down. They told me that they could only give me like $17,000 for my car, but I still owed like $24,000 on it. Mm. Um, and they told me that if I could get around to like 19000 that they could eat that negative equity, you know, put it somewhere else. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. So I spent the last two months putting every penny I had. I got a bonus. I paid it on my car. I got like... Um, a couple other, you know, came across like another six, seven hundred dollars in a couple areas, sold some stuff, and I put it all towards the car, and I right. got it down to the where the payoff was just a little over nineteen thousand. So I go back on Saturday, which was I don't know, early September still, like the eighth or ninth. Um, so just two months since I was there last, and I had been looking at. Um, nothing crazy. It was like a 19 Explorer, but I need more room because like, we're just too big for the, for the Jeep. Too many of us. Right. Anyway, but it had super low miles and it um, was the high trim package. So it wasn't as new as I would like, but it, it, the you know price was where I figured I could have pretty affordable payments. Whatever. Anyway, she... Um, the sales lady comes out there with me and she was super nice. I'm not really like irritated at her, but we take it for a drive and I really like it. And of course she's trying to upsell me. There's a, another Explorer that's like three years newer and has even less miles, but it's another $8,000. Yeah. Um, and it's a, the lowest level trim. Like it doesn't have the, the dual moon roof and the um, heated and cooled seats and you know, all that stuff that I don't need, but I want if I'm going to spend that much money right anyway we um so i ended up test driving three vehicles initially and they were all used and i told her which one i'd prefer the most and then the second and then the third and she goes through all the thing and um i told her up front that i thought i was still two to three thousand dollars upside down in my vehicle and you know she's like okay 
So, um, the like finance manager guy comes out and he's like, well, we can't really do it on that one. And I'm thinking like, it's a, like a credit issue. Like, okay. Um, and they're like, we'll try this one. So like each car they had me test drive was like newer and newer and more and more expensive. <laughs> right. And, um, finally they're like well you're so far upside down in your car that unless you can come up with like so apparently my car value went from 17,000 to about $12,000 since July 1st and and I pulled it up on my phone and did the blue book thing and that's what it says so I'm like geez um so unless I could come up with like $5,000 down, which I told them I was only going to do $2,000 down, no matter what, like I wasn't going to do any more and I wasn't going to go over, um, you know, an $850 a month payment. And that was the max. And that was with a warranty and all that other stuff, like all the service contracts built in. And so anyway, they're like telling me that I need something newer with less miles because they can hide the negative equity better that way. And I'm like, okay, but I can't go over this payment, right? I'm not going to. And they kept telling me not to worry about it, not to worry about it. So I went and test drove like a Nissan Pathfinder and I actually really liked it. And they're like, oh yeah, this one will work. Nissan has like some great incentives right now, super low rates, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, so I test drive it, and then when we come back out, the finance manager guy is like, well, this one's not going to work. Maybe try this one. So the the new Pathfinder I test drove was only like $43,000. So then they wanted me to test drive a new Acadia, which is third row, um, and it was the Denali package. So it was super nice. And I'm like, okay, but the sticker price on this is like $58,000. I, I don't understand how the payments are only going to be $850. They're right. like they're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah, don't worry about that. <laughs> yeah. So same thing, we come back with that, and he's like, Okay, well this one's not gonna work either. And I'm like, Okay. So like I'm getting pretty tired and frustrated and um Yeah, they just kept mentioning like more and more and like the next option was like a Yukon Denali that was like seventy five thousand dollars and I'm like, Look, there is just no way that my payments aren't going to be fourteen, fifteen hundred dollars a month with that thing. I, I, I know that. Like, you go on the Chevy website, and even at zero percent financing, that's what they are because they're that much money. Right. So, um, I don't know. It was frustrating. So then they said that if they get towards the end of the year, because um, this place is a GMC, Chevy, and Nissan dealer, which is a strange combination, but whatever. That that is an odd combination. <laughs> um, that. Uh, of course, they you know brought up COVID a lot and and pricing and things being all over the place, but they said like in the old days, and I kind of remember this, like if they had brand new cars on the lot, like around Thanksgiving time, the the factories like Nissan, GMC, Chevy will start offering huge rebates on the old new cars, so like the old twenty twenty threes. And if they do that, then they could hide the negative equity from my Jeep in one of those. So, I don't know. They said they'd give me a call if something came up. But, yeah, car buying is, is a very... I didn't, I, in my head, I just couldn't understand why I couldn't afford this $31,000 car or couldn't buy it. But they thought right. I could somehow buy this sixty and then $75,000 car. It just made that no sense make, to me. <laughs> that makes no sense. Yeah. I don't, I don't I'm, know. I might get the negative equity thing. It's a bummer. I was pretty defeated because I thought I'd done so good putting every penny I had right. towards that just to find out, like, yeah. So, I don't know. Mm. So it's, I mean, I will say, though, they kept saying to me, it's, you know, tomorrow's the end of the month. Like, we want to make this deal. So, um, that's, I'm keeping that in mind also. Uh, for when I do want to turn the car in. Because if you go at the end of the month, they're more likely to make that deal with you. Because yeah, they have to meet their quota. That's good knowledge to have. See, there you go. He ke- he said it more than once. Tomorrow's the last day of the month. We'll make this deal with you today. Like, I want to, you know, I'll stay until 7 o'clock to make this deal. We got to, you know, it's the end of the month. Yeah. So. But essentially, so they wanted you to basically go into a car that's, 
the same as yours, two years newer, but lower luxury level for yep. a little more money per month. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's I mean, happening. unless your car is already super high miles or something, I don't know why anybody would do that. No, nobody. I mean, I guess people probably have, <laughs> but, but I'm not doing it. I mean, uh, Dan and I, one night I calculated it out and this is like my 14th car. So I am not new to the car buying and, you know, what yeah. I need to do. So wrong person <laughs> to try to, you know, and to put me into a car that I didn't want. I'm not going to just get a car and drive it off the lot and be miserable just because. Yeah, as much as cars are now, you should get exactly what you want if you're going to spend that much exactly. money. Exactly. Exactly. Like, no, not happening. After you made me wait around for two hours and it was just the worst so did they get your car fixed at least so get this so then they call me and they say the parts finally in because the the that day we left and the car wasn't fixed they had to order the part so (laughs) i'm like i still have to go back and so i called to schedule it and it was a bunch of phone tag and then i get a phone call from the same girl who called me the other time saying we see that you have an appointment tomorrow. We would love to talk to you about buying your car. You already did this. And I don't have an appointment, so I don't know why you're calling me. So call the service department. Oh, we don't know why she called. You don't have an appointment. I said, exactly. And so they said, your part's not in. But as they're telling me the part's not in, the other person from the service department is calling me and leaving a voicemail saying the part's in. Can we schedule it? I was like, you guys need to get your shit wow. together. This is crazy. And so I finally, after playing phone tag, talked to like the service tech that I had been working with. And guess what? They don't have a Mazda tech on Saturdays. Of course not. I was like, are you kidding me right now? Yeah. So can you like get a ride? Well, you guys are about 40 minutes from me, 35, 40 minutes in the wrong direction from where I work. And work is 30 minutes from where I live in the opposite direction. So Dan and I are actually taking the 22nd off. He's taking me to block island because he's a good guy um and so we're playing hooky well i guess it's not playing hooky when we pre-planned the time off so yeah um so we're taking a friday off so we'll drop it off like the thursday i told them i'll drop them off the thursday night and come pick it up the saturday but that was the only way to make it work because they don't have a moss attack on i was like how do you not have a moss attack on saturdays at a monster dealership right (laughs) so so I will not be going back there again. But So you're just going to wait now until like the end of the year and see what happens? Yeah, I'm just going to keep, because I've been, I don't know, I've been I'll just going to keep making extra payments on my, my Jeep. Like I'm so far ahead right now that everything I pay is principal at least. So it's coming down pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'll probably have to get, I don't know. The problem is the more I drive it, the less it, value it's going to have because I I have to commute so much for work so the miles are just going up and up and up but I don't know but yeah I'll wait and if I you know if they call at the end of the year and like there's a decent deal that I feel like is applicable then maybe they said they haven't had any new cars left on the lot since 2020 or 2021 um, because you know they were so hard to get for so long that people would buy them as soon as they came on the lot. So this will probably be the first time that's happened. So they're not even sure if there's going to be incentives or rebates at the end of the year. Right. Or maybe that's just what they tell me. Who knows? <laughs> I know Quinn wants Dan to get a new car. <laughs> he doesn't need a new car. She just wants him to get a new car. Well, tell him he might be disappointed in the trade-in value right now. <laughs> right? <laughs> Why don't you tell me? Daniel. <laughs> you might be disappointed in the trade in value of your Jeep at the moment. <laughs> Good to know. All right. I'll have to listen back to the show to actually hear all that. Yeah. Myself. Yeah. But it sounds like you guys don't even need me, so I think I'm just going to play some PlayStation, maybe play some Armored Core. Yeah. While you're uh oh, yeah. while you're doing the show. Mm-hmm. Is that all right? If only I don't mind the clicks and clangs of the bu- of the controller oh i love the, the clicks and the clangs of the controller if only we had a way to listen to daniel whine about not being needed if only if only but wait of course of course we have a podcast we have a podcast 
All right, well, that that was Coley Jones and I. Thank you for joining us. You guys have a good... <laughs> Hi, Daniel. Good show. Good night. How are you? See ya. Did Quinn put, um, up a, Quinn put up a pretty good fight tonight, or have you been eating ice cream? She puts up a good fight every time I put her to bed. Yeah. Coley puts her to bed, and she's up there for about 30 seconds. So or, that's how much armored core I get to play while she's up putting Quinn to bed. Or 30 did, seconds. Did you put Quinn to bed and then sneak in the kitchen and make yourself a uh, sherbet freeze? <laughs> oh, I, I wouldn't do that. It wasn't my idea to ever get those in the first place. Oh, it wasn't? No. no. Honest mistake honest mistake <laughs> no I don't I don't know why you ever would have gotten that impression I, yeah I don't know I guess I, I need to pay more attention I suppose did you tell did you set the record straight I yet? did yeah. oh, okay she couldn't wait for you she just had to get it out she I was couldn't. so frustrated she told me about the, <laughs> the screaming in the car it was me it was me the gesturing all that <laughs> and Somebody, like, across in the other lane thought she was confessing to, like, a crime. <laughs> and now she's going to be on Dateline, going to be living Ooh. my dream, getting interviewed by Keith Morrison. Yeah, it's going to be good times. Is that the To Catch a Predator guy? No. She's going to be. No, no, no. <laughs> Dateline isn't oh. To Catch a Predator. Dateline. No. Keith Morrison, the murder guy. Come on. Yeah. I don't listen. I don't pay attention to that show. Mm. I watch it. And that's I, that's about it. Hmm. I don't know well, who people are. Maybe, yeah. Let's about say, it. She just lit up the room. That's every person who's murdered. Yes, lights up the room when they walk in. If anybody ever tells those lies about me, I'm going to come back from the grave and haunt them. <laughs> if anybody ever says that I walk in and light up a room, I'm going to haunt them. <laughs> Listen, okay. The truth is, quite often when I get up, I do light up the room, but it's the light coming out of the fridge as I'm in there looking for more food to <laughs> shove in there. Are you prepared for the fact that if you are ever murdered, or if anybody in your close proximity is murdered, and you're if, a suspect, yeah, <laughs> these, <laughs> these episodes of this podcast and any we'll past be on episodes... Dateline. Mm-hmm. will be on shows like that and documentaries they'll have yeah like, you know yeah the, uh, there'll be a whole new it'll be a whole new tiger king thing yeah like, no it could very well be i think it depends on whether or not i'm the murderer or the murdered because it could go either way yeah. honestly what exactly yeah yeah, yeah. all these are going to be on there we're going to be famous yeah yep yeah don't give me ideas I mean, my bucket list includes either having my crime or my murder narrated by, by Keith Morrison. So, or Keith Morris. Whatever. Is it, Morris Morrison. <laughs> I don't know. So, anyway, yeah, Coley and I have just been chatting. We talked about okay, good. our mutual car dealership experiences recently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Heard that. And I'm pretty sure I synced the show on the first try. So Yeah, I'm at third. It was really hard. 34, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30. <laughs> oh. Synced. I gotcha. Synced the audio, you uh-huh. mean? I, I thought you meant, like, sunk it. Like I single-handedly sunk your three show. Point <laughs> shooter or, or, like, making a three-point shot. Like, you, you, you synced. Yeah, no, I don't know. Like you went. Why would like, I reference baseball, like, basketball? Like, See, <laughs> <laughs> like you went on an Ocean Gate expedition. I don't know. Yeah, or you sunk it because yeah. you stunk so bad. Yeah, that's not what Thanks. she meant, Daniel. But it's, it's been I a doubt quality it. show. Thank you. I'm sure it has. I am sure that it has. So, so um, what do you, you want to talk about? <laughs> I don't know. What do you want to talk about? Oh shoot. Ah, ah! I lost my headphone. All right, mm. I got it. He's so dramatic. I know. Um. Um. I'm trying to remember what's happened since we last. Oh, I just have to. Okay, so 
I um I need to follow up on something I said in the last um okay episode. I talked about the Beach Boys and how I'm obsessed with them. Oh, hey, I listened to Pet Sounds, FYI. Anyway, go ahead. Oh yeah, and the whole album. It was good. I've never actually listened to the entire album, and yeah, it was, oh, it's it was so, good. It's so good. You should uh, listen to more. I probably listen to it a couple more times. I might. We'll see. Don't get don't get too cocky there, buddy. <laughs> I so that's what I was gonna say. I mentioned because I, I think like that same day that we talked, I had seen the thing on Reddit about this other lost Beach Boys album. There's a Beach Boys album that um, Brian Wilson had been working on after Pet Sounds, which was called Smile, and they released like some versions of some of those songs on uh, the album that had good vibrations called Smiley Smile but it wasn't really, those weren't like, those were like re-recordings of the songs and they weren't recorded with like the Wrecking Crew with Glenn Campbell and Carol Kay and all the the great like uh, um, backing instrumental players that they had for Pet Sounds so like they re-recorded them all and released them back in 67 as Smiley Smile. And it's fine. I don't love it. But then back in 2011, they finally released Smile um, the way that, like, basically what they had. And, like, Mike Love hated the songs on that album. But, like, I friggin' love them. But anyway, so that's been, like, a legendary... um, Lost Beach Boys album. Okay. That, uh, people, be- hardcore Beach Boys fans, have always wanted, and sm- the Smile Sessions is kind of the closest we get to it. Brian Wilson r- released Brian Wilson's Smile in 2004, and it's not quite the same. But, but that. What I found out the day that we had podcasted last time was that that smile was not the only lost Beach Boys album that that never got released. Um, there was another one that happened in 1977. So Brian Wilson again was still struggling with his like mental issues, mental health problems and he had a therapist um dr landy and it's the same therapist that would later uh come back and like um commit financial fraud in his name and um steal money from him and use him for and and like i think he even took over his um he like he made himself uh power of attorney yeah conservator thank you power of attorney or conservator something like that over brian wilson and he got out from under all of that but um around this time in 1977 this guy was still his therapist and um he encouraged brian to like record another album and he did and he wrote this album and recorded most of it by himself with the with um, members of a backing band. I don't think it was the same band. I don't think it was the Wrecking Crew. But anyway, don't yawn. No, I have to get this out of my system, okay? So he, he's, he released this album. It's called Adult Child. And it is... Freudian... The weirdest freaking album. Yeah, oh, totally. So, um, I mean, yes, Brian Wilson. It's, it's a very autobiographical album, and there's a picture of him on the front without a shirt on, and he kind of looks like an, a, a grown kid. And um, it's weird. And there's even a creepy song on it that I would... If they ever did release it officially, maybe they just take this song off. It's called Hey Little Tomboy. And they did release that song officially. So, like, years ago on some compilation or something. It's a 
weird-ass creepy song. It's about him singing to a girl who is a tomboy and saying she should, she should be a girl because she would be a pretty girl and he wants to kiss her and teach her how to be a girl. Um, so they should take that song off of there because it's, it's fucking weird. It's catchy, but it's weird. Well, it is catchy. It's got a good melody. <laughs> is, it, is it the album cover with him shirtless wearing like a... Because when I Google yes. like Ryan Wilson, adult child, lots of different shit comes up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wearing like yeah. a fire chief hat, like a child yes. fire chief hat. We're, yes, wearing a kid's fire hat. Yes. Okay. It's so, and the only place you can listen to it is like YouTube has a version of it, and I found one on SoundCloud Cloud that I listened to. How do you know and it's some of the songs real? It's um because it's actually it like like I don't know because you can hear it's him. Okay. It's, yeah. What? Um, and there's, there's articles about it and stuff. Yeah. And, um, and like half of the songs were co-written by Dr. Landy and they are literally about like self-help and eating healthy and eating. (laughs) Like there's one song that's about a health store where you can buy yummy carob chip cookies. Um, (laughs) it's a weird album it's so weird but there are like three or four songs on there that I'm telling you are as good as anything that the Beach Boys ever put out Um, Wikipedia is crediting as an actual Beach Boys album yeah I mean yeah, I get, but it's, it never got officially released. Yeah, it says it's an unreleased studio album by the American rock band Beach Boys that was produced in early 1977. Right. Similar to the release yep. that was meant to follow, The Beach Boys Love You. Yep. And like, the Brian album is a, voice sounds like crap on some of the songs. Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, um, it goes on to say a lot of what you said. It's a semi autobiographical, whatever that word is, solo effort by the band's chief songwriter and producer, Brian Wilson. Yeah, hmm. and he was gonna release it like as a solo album, but then the rest of the band wanted him to release it as a Beach Boys album. But then the label was like, "Fuck no, we're not releasing this shit yeah. <laughs> because it is very weird." Okay. Um, and there, but there is a song. There's also a song on there, and this is a Dennis Wilson song, I think. It's called "Baseball's On." It's all about watching baseball. It's really fun. It's a fun song. So. Anyway, I enjoy it. Check it out if you want to. That song is called... further down the it's Beach tr- Boys rabbit hole, and my wife hates it. It's, it's The song's called It's Trying <laughs> to Say, Not Baseball's On. But you're right about Dennis Wilson. So that was highly... But it has... It's parentheses, Baseball's On. Is yes. It's... It yeah. Um, well, that was highly informational, Daniel. Highly educational. <laughs> I think... The most, the most important takeaway I got from that, and the thing that I really, really learned, or at least I know now, is that you spend far too much time on Reddit. Oh, but you're just figuring that out? I could tell you that. Everything. Is but Reddit. I wouldn't know what that is without Reddit. No. Like, if I, I never would have heard of that album without it. I, so you I'm know happy that, that I admire your passion for it. Do you? Because there do. was a spider yeah. outside our house, like... On our umbrella, it was so cool. It made this beautiful web, Uh and and so he took a picture of it it and put it it on Reddit, asking what it was. Like this is what we've come to. Yeah, like everything goes on Reddit. Dylan did that with uh, Katie did a couple weeks ago. Yeah, because that's the best way to get an I Google image search is not going to understand what this little balled up spider is. You know, on our umbrella. I don't know. He's like, this is the the in the this insect expert says it's this. I'm like, who made them an expert? Yeah. Like, who decided they were the <laughs> yeah, expert? Was it somehow? You know, somehow they got verified. They're a reliable responder. Reliable responder. You, you know who else is an expert, or at least was an expert, Daniel? What? Doctor Landy, and look how he turned out. <laughs> <laughs> That's so. True. Anyway, I posted it on Reddit. And it took me a few minutes to get a res- re- correct response or a response that made any sense. A reliable a response. A reliable responder response. And um, 
It was just an orb weaver, which is uh, oh. harmless. I posted one of those. Spider. I posted one of those on Facebook a few years ago. I came home and this was to like find out what it was. Yeah, so it was the year that I almost <laughs> got killed by a spider. In fact, it just showed up in my memories a couple of weeks ago, and huh? um, so I came home and there was this huge freaking spider on Alicia's porch, my porch, whatever you call that now, and sure, um, like. I was freaked out by it, so I took a picture of it and put it on Facebook, and some guy replied, oh, they're harmless. That's just an orb weaver. And I was mm-hmm. like, well, there was a pretty beautiful uh, spider web that it had right. woven. They make very pretty And webs. then I said, it's a dead orb weaver now, though. Because mm. I wasn't going to come close to dying again. In my mind. Yeah, well, ours, ours died by mm. accident. Yeah. I didn't want to kill it. I did. I took it down with a big outdoor broom mm-hmm. that we have. Yeah. And it was crawling around the head, the broom head. Mm-hmm. And um, I walked it over across our yard to the woods. And I, wa- I was watching it crawl around. And then it, like, I went to shake it off. And when I did... It fell, but then the broom, like, landed on top of it, and the broom <laughs> fell, too, mm-hmm. and and smashed it so sad. in the ground. Yeah. So, so you committed... I mean, maybe, maybe it didn't die, but I think it did. <gasps> you committed... You to me. You committed insecticide. <laughs> Spiders aren't insects, are they? Aren't they just arachnids? Arachnicide. They're arachnids. Yeah. So how did this, how did this Reddit... Reddit in reddit insect expert know anything about arachnids hmm (laughs) (laughs) fine fair enough he was an arachnid expert but i just want to note how dan did not remember your spider bite yet he can remember every aspect of brian wilson's life i don't think he ever (laughs) talked about the spider i've talked about the spider bites (laughs) Never talked about we, it. I think we've talked about it on this very show, if I'm being honest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, this is this is my life, Jeremy. Yes, I, I understand. Yeah. But These rabbit holes. He's sending me pictures at work today of Beach Boy shirts. Like for it's gift like, ideas? I, I Yeah, I have to have this. It has Don't Worry Baby it on has it. That's my favorite song. Yeah. My favorite yeah. Beach Boy song. So. Well, I'm glad you're passionate about about something, Daniel. I really am. Well, hey, so I mean, listen. What? As you get older, I feel like it's a it's a dad thing, right? Yeah, no. I think you would agree. As you become a father, you something happens. Something switches. You transform. There's there's worse things I could be doing. Like your I interest, be, yeah. I could be out selling drugs. Listen, but I'm I'm watching. I'm you might need to go out and sell drugs because it sounds like you're about to start shopping eBay for obscure Beach Boys memorabilia, (laughs) and you're gonna have like an entire room dedicated to it. And then you're eventually gonna lose half of it in the divorce anyway because you're gonna be so obsessed with that that you're not gonna pay attention to the needs of your family, (laughs) and then you're gonna really feel what it's like to be a dad daniel so if you want to go down that rabbit hole by all means go for it (laughs) you know wouldn't it be nice if you were older and then (laughs) then you wouldn't have to wait so long to get your collection together (laughs) and and the worst part is most of that shit's gonna end up being fake that you buy on ebay for over overpriced oh i know this thing's fake anyway it was 22 22 dollars it's just a t-shirt yeah it's just T-shirt somebody made. I think you're right. I think, I don't know, I went through phases in my life where I get, like, super obsessed with things that I like. Um, yeah. And learn all about it. And then, Stop like... calling the kettle black. And then, like, there. a year later, I'm like, eh, whatever. <laughs> and then move on to the next thing, so... It happens. Yeah. Um, but you've always been a Beach Boys fan, so it's not like it's a new thing. It's just a new rabbit hole you're going down with them. Yeah, just gotten a little more in depth on it that's all yeah good for you (laughs) so what have you been up to coley besides having frustrating experiences at car dealerships and spouses and things like that 
Um, we went to uh, the Red Sox game on Sunday. Oh yeah, got rained out eighth inning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were soaked. Did they but win? It was a lot of fun. They did win seven yep. to three. Nice. Yep. We saw yeah. some of their young talent. Um. Showing off what they could do, actually. So it yep. was nice. We saw, I I kept hyping up their first baseman Tristan Casas uh, the whole the whole game the whole before the game and during the game. And Coley was like, "Well, he hasn't done much. He walked and he was he lined out twice, I think, or grounded out twice." Yeah. But then sixth inning. And then uh, yeah, sixth inning. We're out there soaking. They got two men on. He comes up. Over the green monster. Nice. Yep. Into yep. the green monster seats. Yep. Yep. First career? No. No. That's, he's, he's going for rookie of the year. That was. Oh, okay. This is not. For him, I, I thought you meant they just called him up. I was going to say, I thought he was. Oh, no. I thought he was playing already, but I wasn't going to argue no, with No, number 24. Okay. But, yeah. And then. We saw Brian Bayo pitch. Yeah, Bayo was great. He's he had one rough inning, but otherwise he did great. Nice. And he's 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 young. Pedro Martinez endorsed him and said he reminds him of him when he was younger. So. Oh, that's quite the endorsement. Yep. It is, and even just like is down to his hair and his hat. It's like funny, like looking look, at him out looking on, at the him mound, on the mound. He looks, he looks like, like him. Pedro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. And I was very impressed with him because about four different plays, he came flying off the mound to help make the play. Oh, yeah. I see. Which I mean, that is what I the I appreciate pitcher is supposed seeing. to do. But I know, yeah. but it doesn't happen a yeah. lot. Sure. Yeah. So he was still hustling, trying to make plays. We had these fancy seats, though, Jeremy. Mm. We did. They, um, it was called the State Street Pavilion wow. and it was like uh, it was the third level so it was above the box seats and um, so it's high up there but it has a good nice view of the whole field okay. and you know the seats are like um, split level I guess is would you call it so so the people in front of us were so low they wouldn't have they weren't obstructing view at all okay yeah. yeah um and we were three rows back from the edge um and like they have tables up there so you can eat while you're watching the game they have in seat service you use an app on your phone to get somebody to bring you stuff we didn't do that because we wanted the full ballpark experience. And they have this clubhouse restaurant that you can get a very expensive, not very good-looking buffet. Okay. <laughs> and then, or a la carte. And there's a full bar, like, with, like, real drinks and stuff. And, and there was real food, not, like, just ballpark food. Oh, nice. It was, cr- it was crazy. We, but of course... We did not do any of that because it's Fenway. You're not. I'm, I'm not gonna eat a fucking twenty dollar grass fed burger at Fenway Park. I'm gonna get a Fenway Frank. Sure. So, so that's what we did. So, so you're gonna get a fourteen dollar Fenway Frank? It was. Yeah. Se- it was six dollars. That's that's <laughs> that's actually a pretty good deal. Um. Yeah. Especially in this economy, that's how much a hot dog costs at a restaurant now. I know, right? Yeah. <coughs> um, yeah, that's cool. You guys looked like you were having a good time, even though you it got was wet. a blast. Was that yeah, the? Was we were like the only people sitting out there yeah. too. Was that? The, yeah, it looked pretty empty. Was that the only game you made it to this year? Only made yeah. the only yeah. Red Sox game. I know you went to that. Um, Didn't think we were gonna make it to a game this year. We went to the local uh, yard goats. Yeah, uh, double A team. Yeah, their I, I Colorado that. affiliate. We've been uh, we've been to two of those, or I've been to two of those this year. Mm-hmm. I went with work, and um, we went with her work. Yep. And um, no, we didn't think we were gonna make it to a Red Sox game this year, but we did. Yeah. It was it was just like my uh, a friend of mine from high school is a fan, and she knows I'm a fan, so she has. I don't know if they're season tickets or or what. She has like a 
you know, a, a block of tickets. Yeah. And she couldn't make it to this game, so she uh, offered them to me. So. Well, that was nice of her. Yep. Yeah. Texted me Friday at work. You want to go to the Red Sox Sunday? Yes, I do. Nice. Yep. Let's make it work. But the best part, so you know that Dan likes to think he's an introvert, right? Yeah, he's not. So, we are in the pavilion. So, we're in, like, the big restaurant. Like, well, it's like a restaurant buffet, but in bar. So, we were inside. And my back is to him. He went to get us drinks. And I'm just standing there, minding my own business, looking around. And I was like, I think that's his voice. Like, who is he talking to? And I turn around, and he is just chumming it up with this guy in line. They're laughing. They're talking. They're all, he's, my my introverted husband is just making friends in line loud enough that I can hear him across the room. What were you guys talking about, Beach Boys? (laughs) Actually, yeah, it was so funny. He was wearing a Beach Boys shirt, and I said, no way, me too. Wow. Uh, No, really. I had a reason to talk to him. I was trying. (laughs) Okay. I wanted a Sam Adams, and they have all these weird new flavors, and I didn't know what they were. I've never had them, and, and he was looking at them, and I could tell he was trying to figure out what he was gonna get. And so I said to him, are you trying to figure out the difference between the um, uh, Wicked Easy and the Wicked Hazy? Because that's what I'm trying to do. And he's like, yeah, I don't know what, what which, which is which. Like, what are they? And I was like, well, I have no idea, but I'll, I'll ask. He's like, yeah, when you find out, you let me know. And, and that was basically it. I was. No, but you knew that he had already had five drinks at brunch. <laughs> Like, why do you know this? You know, with you know what you should have done. Told me all about his family, and no, I'm just kidding. So I'm sure with your new bestie, one of you got the hazy, and one of you got the easy, and then you shared. (laughs) (laughs) No, he tried my uh, hazy, and so uh, so sorry, he tried my he tried my easy, and he liked it, so he ordered those. Ah, okay, I see. There's nothing wrong with not being Wait, an introvert. Let, like, there's nothing wrong with being an extrovert, Daniel. Just don't pre- be pretend to be no, something you you're not. No, you just have to admit it. Yeah. Yeah, I let him try it. You let a stranger try your beer? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you didn't tell me that. Are you, oh, t- yeah. are you telling the truth? Like, you can try it if you want to. Are you remembering this correctly? Are you embellishing this <laughs> to make you look like the hero of this story? Oh, hold on. <coughs> hold on. What? Well, come down here and tell us that. <laughs> come down here and tell us that. Say hi to Jeremy. Hi, Quinn. I'm trying to sleep here. Um, say it louder. I'm trying to sleep here. Oh, sorry. Daniel, yes, keep it down. Jeremy, can you please be quiet? <laughs> yes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Quinn. I know it's 9.30. you got to be exhausted. Here, you let you talk to him for a second, and then we'll we'll probably end the show in a minute anyway. So you can say say hi. Hi. Hi, Quinn. It's way past your bedtime. Hi. Are you tired? What? Are you tired? Yeah. Yeah. How's Annabelle Hamster doing? Good. 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 Well, you better go to bed. You probably got a busy day at school, full of reading, writing, and arithmetic. And maybe yeah. may, maybe PE or music or something. I don't know what you have on Wednesdays there. I don't even know. I don't know. That's the way to be. That's the way to be. It's good talking to you. Yeah. Okay. Have a good night. I will. Say bye. Bye. Oh, bye. Bye. Sorry. <laughs> quits. No, I meant quit. Oh. <laughs> go go right, on to go bed. Give me a hug. We'll try to be quiet. We'll try to be quiet. Because mommy was laughing too loud, right? (laughs) I know. So loud. I know. Hi everyone. This is Daniel from the future. I'm just letting you know that we ended up 
ending we're gonna end this episode now um we ended up having another hour or so of conversation that ended up going into some more serious philosophical political uh discussions so we will release that as a separate episode in the future um maybe in the next week or two but hopefully you enjoyed the conversation between jeremy and coley and all the fun nice wonderful lovely things they said about me and carbine experiences and everything else that they enjoy in life and the beach boys they also are big fans of the beach boys i I liked hearing about that um and hopefully you'll join us again next week for the rest of the discussion all right thanks again for joining us and we'll see you later